0: Hello, my name is Chris Pollack. I am one of the pastors at the 8th Street Church in Oklahoma City, and I want to welcome you to This Week in the Way of Jesus. We have finally come to the end of a sermon series that we do every year called Saints, The Good Story for Ordinary People. As we move into this Thanksgiving week, we recall the work of those important to us. This year, during our Saints series, we are focusing on saints that have made it possible for us to read the Holy Scriptures. This last Sunday, I'm extremely grateful for a man that has been a saint to me, Eugene H. Peterson, and so we told his story. This week, as a weekly practice, I invite you to practice remembering and being thankful for the saints in your life. Is coming. We are
1: praying for you. For if the kingdom is coming, mm, all creation.
0: Hear the word of the Lord from 1 Thessalonians 5, 22 through 23, from the Message Translation. May God himself, the God who makes everything holy and whole, make you holy and whole, put you together, spirit, soul, and body, and keep you fit for the coming of our master, Jesus Christ. The one who called you is completely dependable. If he said it, he'll do it. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. The
1: love of God is greater far than time. Beyond the highest star and reaches to the
0: lowest... Eugene H. Peterson was born in 1932 and was an academic, an intellect, a scholar, a pastor, and a college professor. As a young man, he started and then he ended up pastoring the same church for 29 years in Baltimore, Maryland, attempting to intersect life and faith as the pastor of Christ the King Presbyterian Church. He went on to write over 30 books and taught later in life at Regent College. But Peterson is most famous for writing a paraphrased copy of the scriptures called The Message, which he translated from the Hebrew and Greek into everyday language. And it began because he was doing this for just one person. A woman in his congregation who came to him and said, Would you help me know how to pray? Would you help me to understand this book? So, he took his Greek translation, and he began working, trying to put ancient words into contemporary language with Paul's letter to the Galatians. Now, the message has sold over 15 million copies. Peterson never was an overglorious preacher. He had a gravelly voice, was a deep introvert that was inspired among the authors that he conversed with. Deep in his study, he watched as parts of his congregation fell asleep during his homilies, and he felt comfortable as he traversed mystery. He died in 2018 after a bout with dementia. Prior to the diagnosis of his disease, he said that he had two goals, to be the best that he could for his wife, Jan, and to be remembered as a saint. At his funeral, his son, Leif, said these words, My dad's message was that the good news always plays out best in relationships. The writer of Genesis tells us that at the end of each day of creation, God looked around the world that he had done and saw that it was good. I think my dad did that a lot. He was always looking around at the mountains, at the flowers, at the birds, at the relationships forming and playing all around him, and you could tell from that signature twinkle in his eyes what he was thinking. Oh man, that's good. That's really good. Leif Peterson revealed that he used to joke with his father and tell him that he only had one sermon, one message, despite decades of creativity and sharing the Bible with people in new ways, something which he believes to be fairly accurate. It's almost laughable how you fooled them, how for 30 years every week you made them think you were saying something new, Leif said as a part of a poem addressed to his father. They thought you were a magician in your long black robe, hiding so much in your ample sleeves, always pulling something fresh and making them think it was just for them. They didn't know how simple it all was. They were blind to your secret. Leif Peterson said that he knew his father's secret, however, as he had been telling him for 50 years. For 50 years, you'd steal into my room at night and whispered softly to my sleeping head. It's the same message over and over. God loves you. He's on your side. He's coming after you. He's relentless. Oh,
1: love of God, how rich and pure.
0: Study the lives of the saints, those who are dead and gone, and we remember them for this single purpose. By studying the lives of the saints, those that are sanctified and set apart for God's greater purposes, we are able to more readily and easily identify the saints in our world today, those that live with and among us. It's only by hearing the story of the saints and watching them live the Christian life before us that there is the possibility that we might become saints as well set apart sanctified for God's purpose
1: could we with the ocean fill-
0: Of Eugene Peterson have encouraged me in some difficult times. His writing was so prolific and brilliant that even the likes of Bono from U2 were inspired by them. His penned words have encouraged me when I was down, have caused me to to step into and feel more comfortable in mystery, and allowed my imagination to soar. So I wanted to offer you some of his words and invite you to take some time. To reflect on these, Peterson said, No life of faith can be lived privately. There must be overflow into the lives of others. He also said, All the persons of faith I know are sinners, doubters, even performers. We are secure not because we are sure of ourselves, but because we trust that God is sure for us. He said these words. The word Christian means different things to different people. To one person, it means a stiff, upright, inflexible way of life, colorless and unbending. To another, it means a risky, surprised, filled adventure, lived tiptoe at the edge of expectation. If we get our information from the biblical material, there is no doubt that the Christian life is a dancing, leaping, daring life. And finally, he also said this, Christians don't simply learn or study or use scripture. We assimilate it. Take it into our lives in such a way that it gets metabolized into acts of love, cups of cold water, missions into all the world, healing and evangelism and justice in Jesus' name, hands raised in adoration of the Father, feet washed in company with the to run So much more could be said about this great saint and how he has impacted millions around the world, and also my own pastoral and Christian identity. But the goal of this practice is to get you to think about the saints in your life. If you can, because they're still around, thank that person for the role of saint that they play in your life. If they're not around, consider what you've learned from them. What have these said to you that was pivotal? What did they do for you that shaped who you have become today? Where did they meet you in your time of need? How have they been an example to you? After you've asked these questions, I invite you to pray a prayer of thanksgiving to God for the life and gifts these saints have offered to you. Thank you, friends, for joining us as we try to live this way of Jesus together. May the grace and peace that you need be given to you today. May the words that have been given to you be good news for you today. And may you be empowered to live with gratitude for the saints in your life today. Amen.